Chapter Eleven of the Blue Aunt. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording by Elaine Conway. The Blue Aunt by Eliza Orne White. Chapter Eleven The Story. The children were very sorry to have their two months at the seashore come to an end, for they were so fond of the little gays, but early in September they had to go home on account of Jim's school, and as soon as they were back again there was so much to do that they were usually as happy as the day was long. Nancy was going to school for the first time. Her mother had always been afraid to send her for fear she would catch the contagious diseases from the other children but a small private school was being started and she thought the companionship with other children might be good for her evelyn begged very hard to be allowed to go but no child was taken until she knew how to read evelyn had learned all her letters this summer both the big ones and the little ones and a few simple words for she had begged Lily to teach them to her, and she now teased Nancy to teach her to read. Everyone in town, both older people and children, had become greatly interested in the fatherless children of France, and Jim and Evelyn and Nancy were eager to earn money to give them. One afternoon the little teacher had a picture-book open in the Merrifields nursery, where she was teaching Evelyn her lesson, when Mr. Merrifield came in. Father, Evelyn wants to spell cat. K-A-T. You can't, can you? It sounds that way to me, said Evelyn with decision. I said I was going to spell my cat that way. I have a pussy cat, and he sometimes catches enormous rat she went on he doesn't said conscientious nancy he can't he's so small he will when he gets big said evelyn confidently mr merrifield can't i spell cat with a k ralph gay said his mother spelled her name with a k and if catherine can be i should think a cat could it can't said mr merrifield decidedly it is odd but it can't be spelling is one of the things that is good discipline for little girls who like their own way you see it is like this evelyn there have to be rules about everything so people can do good work but you can spell your kitten with a k i'm glad of that said evelyn oh mr merrifield how can nancy and i earn some money for the fatherless children of france her brown eyes looked so wistful and appealing that mr merrifield felt he must find some way at once how much do you want to earn he asked oh a lot of money aunt hilda and mother are trying to get all the littlest children to give twenty-five cents and children our size to give fifty cents and the bigger-sized ones like Jim, seventy-five cents, and still older ones, a dollar. I'll tell you what I'll do, said Mr. Merrifield. 
I'll pay Nancy fifty cents when she has taught you to read small sentences. It is unusual to pay a scholar for learning, but I'll give you a prize of fifty cents when you have learned to read these little sentences. Evelyn was so pleased at this that she got up and hugged Mr. Merrifield, which Nancy would never have thought of doing. I'll never spell cat with a K as long as I live, she told him, even when Tim, my darling kitten, gets to be a cat. I thought I could spell my own cat the way I liked, but I see I can't. No, said Mr. Merrifield. It would be a bad example to other people. If the minister's little girl let you spell cat with a K, soon every child in the parish would be spelling it that way, and that would make a great scandal. I hadn't thought of that, said Evelyn. It was really surprising how fast Evelyn learned to read, and she learned to print at the same time, for she was eager to make all the words she knew, and she drew little pictures to explain them. They were very strange little pictures, but she usually knew what she meant. One day she said to Nancy, I'd like to write a story about Tim. I mean the kitten, not the choreman. Would you write it for me if I tell you what to say? Yes, cried Nancy joyously. You can dictate to me the way father does to mother when his eyes are tired. All right, said Evelyn. It is to be for a birthday present for Jim, and I'll make the pictures. I thought his birthday came in January, said Nancy. It does, but Jim and I have agreed to have monthly birthdays. So the 13th of every month I am to have one, and he is to give me a present. And the 29th of every month he is to have one, and I am to give him a present. He didn't have anything ready for the 13th of September, for he forgot all about it and spent all his money. So he just gave me a kiss, but that was very nice because he does not kiss people generally. So he said to make it even, I must not spend any money on his September birthday. And anyway, we are both saving up for the fatherless children. So I thought I'd write a little story about Tim. A true story said evelyn firmly it is true because he told it to me the other night when he was curled up in my lap it can't be true said nancy severely for cats can't talk he's a special kind of cat said evelyn aunt hilda says he's human and when he sits in my lap his thoughts just skip out of his head and into mine they can't said nancy it isn't possible you don't know anything about it he isn't your kitten i know what can be and what can't be said nancy well anyway i can pretend anything i like for it is a story that is just what i said it is a story not a true story tell me what to say it is called the kitten's dinner said evelyn it took nancy some time to write it down and evelyn decorated the sheet with a big round circle made with a yellow pencil a smaller round circle above it and two dots for eyes two black marks standing up straight for ears 
and a black mark for a tail it might be a rabbit said nancy doubtfully it is a kitten said evelyn it wouldn't be called the kitten's dinner if it was a rabbit he might dine on the rabbit not my kitten said evelyn he's very ticular please don't talk so much that's what father says when mother makes suggestions i'll keep quiet said nancy once there was a little kitten and his name was tim and every night he got into the lap of his little mistress and her name was evelyn and he told her all the thoughts he thinked don't talk so fast said nancy i don't know how to spell mistress just then aunt hilda came in she had been helping mrs merrifield with some war relief work and she said it was time for evelyn to go home when she heard about the story she said evelyn could dictate the rest of it to her and she would write some rhymes to go at the end of it and evelyn could make as many pictures as she liked with her box of coloured cranes this is the way the story read when it was finished once there was a little kitten and his name was tim and every night he got into the lap of his little mistress and her name was evelyn and he told her all the thoughts he thinked and they were funny thoughts for he was a very little kitten and he thinked a great deal about food and he thinked of all the things he liked to eat because he was small and knew no better and they were fish and lamb and a few mice but mostly fish and he loved fish he told me just the way i loved oranges and grapes and bananas and when i asked him which he liked best the seashore or here he said the seashore because he most always had fish every day and he tried eating other things like aunt hilda's khaki yarn and strings and they did not agree with him and he said give me fish every day and i'll never eat khaki yarn any more and mr west that was evelyn's father said the fish bill would be just enormous if we did for his appetite was bigger than he was i guess that's all the story i'll write this time for i'm tired when the pictures were added of a lamb and a mouse and several fishes it was a very grand story indeed and aunt hilda wrote her rhymes on a separate sheet a kitten's view of food control the food controller of our state ordered two meatless days i'm sure the food controller's great his name i'll loudly praise two days of fish instead of one oh why not make it seven seven days of fish would be such fun twould be a kitten's heaven End of chapter eleven